Jasper and the Isle of Hawker Reed by Laurie Roach, read by Grandma Laurie. Chapter 2, Beyond the Pirate Ship Door. Jasper and Nicole continued to fall deeper and deeper into the tree. Finally, they realized they were on some type of tunnel slide that seemed to go on forever. It was so light inside the tunnel they had to squint from the brightness. Fear was building up inside of them as they wondered if they would ever stop sliding. Jasper, what's happening? I'm scared. Nicole's voice trembled as they continued to fall. Just keep hanging on to my shirt, Nicole. I'm sure we'll stop soon. Yeah, but stop where? she asked. No sooner had she spoken those words than they fell off the edge of the slide, out of the tunnel, and onto a pile of dirt sending clouds of dust boiling into the air around them. After catching his breath, Jasper stood up, offering Nicole his hand to help her to her feet. Are you all right? Jasper asked as he brushed the dirt from his clothes. Yeah, I'm fine, but where are we? Nicole asked in amazement as she too brushed the dust from her blue jeans. Wow, I have no idea. Maybe we should just try to climb back up the tunnel. But Jasper, we haven't found the pirate's treasure yet, Nicole reminded him. I know we haven't, Nicole, but this could be a very dangerous place. Ah, come on, don't be such a scaredy cat. Nicole, shut up, Jasper shouted. I'm sorry. She knew he hated it when she said that, but sometimes that was the only way to get him to overcome his fears. Jasper stood without moving not knowing which way to turn, torn between what he should do and what he wanted to do. They could try to climb back up the tunnel, but Nicole was right. They still hadn't found the treasure they were looking for. Jasper leaned against the tunnel slide as he studied their surroundings. They stood in the middle of a huge, brightly lit room that had massive walls of stone. Embedded in the stone walls were doors, hundreds of doors. Some were big, some were tiny. There were doors that had doorknobs and doors that had knockers. Some had people holes while others did not. Some doors were close to the ground. Others were close to the ceiling and out of reach. There were doors so close to Jasper that he could reach out and touch them and others that were so far away he could barely see them. Some of the doors looked inviting. Others looked downright scary. There were doors that looked like they belonged on a grandma's house and doors that looked like they belonged on a haunted house. There were doors that were yellow, and others that were blue, and still others that were red, or green, or orange, or pink, and some had every color you could think of splattered on them. There were doors with stripes, and doors with dots. Some even had funny-looking blots. But most of the doors had an extremely detailed picture painted on them, each one as different as the next. Jasper held his breath and listened to the silence that surrounded them. Slowly, he let out his breath and began walking across the room. Come on, let's go this way, he said more confidently than he felt. They made their way toward the most intriguing looking door and stopped in front of it. They studied the door from top to bottom and from left to right. It was painted a magnificent shade of sea green. The scene on the door was one of pirate ships and sea life. A banner was painted across the top that read, The farther you wander, the closer you will be. 
Well, Nicole, maybe our treasure is just on the other side of this door. Jasper grabbed the anchor-shaped handle and began to pull the door open. The door creaked and moaned as if it hadn't been opened in years. For a moment, he thought he could hear the ocean, but dismissed the thought as quickly as it came to him. He let go of the anchor handle and wiped his sweaty hands on his shirt. He was so excited he thought he might burst. He knew they should turn away and get out of this crazy place before going any farther. After all, his mom was probably wondering where they were, but his excitement was too huge. He looked at his watch, surprised that only a few moments had gone by, for it seemed like it had been quite a while since he had last seen his mother, yet his watch indicated that they had only been gone for a few minutes. How strange, he thought, holding his watch up to his ear. Tick, 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 his watch replied. They would stay down here just long enough to search the tunnel that lay before them, he decided, stepping into the tunnel with Nicole following closely behind. The way was dim, but it was just light enough to see where they were going without using the flashlight. Cautiously, they began making their way deeper into the tunnel until they found themselves standing before two separate tunnels. The tunnel on the left was brighter than the one on the right, yet it seemed to be less traveled. The path that led through the tunnel on the right was made up of a nice, hard-packed earth, whereas the one on the left was grown over with weeds and roots. Fighting the urge to take the path less traveled, Jasper said, let's take this one. He pointed to the tunnel on the right and began walking down the nicer trail. Small ferns grew out of every crack in the stone wall, which seemed to be weeping as droplets of water trickled toward the ground. The tunnel gradually became smaller and smaller as it continued to walk deeper into this land of the unknown until it was so small they had to crouch down to make their way through it. Let's rest for a minute, Jasper said as he sat down and leaned against a dry section of the wall. Gladly, my legs are getting sore from walking so funny, replied Nicole as she sat down beside him. Jasper looked at his watch. Only a few minutes had gone by since he had last looked at it. How could that be, he wondered, tapping the glass-covered watch face with his finger. He was sure that they had been walking for quite a long time. Tick, tick, tick the watch replied as he held it up to his ear. Jasper looked at the strange rock, said Nicole, as she grabbed a hold of a hook-shaped rock sticking out from the wall. Suddenly, the wall behind them gave way, sending Jasper and Nicole tumbling backwards through the tunnel wall. The roar of the ocean sounded in their ears as they lay side by side, squinting from the bright sun that shone down on them from above. Birds squawked loudly as they flew away from the intruders who had invaded their peaceful lagoon. Where could we be, Jasper wondered, as he sat up, unable to recognize anything familiar about the private bay. The U-shaped cliff behind them stretched all the way out into the sea on both sides, forming a small, hidden cove. The cliff was so high above them that he knew it would be impossible to climb. The two sat, too stunned to talk. They stared out at the sea when, from out of nowhere, a pirate ship sailed into sight. Terror gripped Jasper and Nicole as they frantically searched for the opening from which they had tumbled out of just moments before. Their search was in vain. The opening was nowhere to be found. Quickly, they scrambled into a small, tear-shaped crevice in the wall of the cliff that was partially hidden by shrubs and grass. 
There was plenty of room for the two of them to sit comfortably beside each other as they leaned against a stone wall, thankful that the crevice was not occupied by any kind of jungle critter. Oh, Jasper, what are we going to do? Nicole asked, close to tears. Just be really quiet and watch. Maybe they won't stop. But they're coming this way. I'm scared, Jasper. I want to go home. A tear slowly slid down Nicole's cheek. Nicole, please don't cry. I'll get us out of here. Don't worry. We'll just have to wait until the right time. All we can do now is stay hidden and watch. The fear in Jasper was so intense he thought he might choke from it. They sat silently watching as the pirate ship came closer to shore. They could see pirates scurrying around on the deck as they maneuvered the ship as close to the shore as was safe. They then dropped the huge anchor into the sea with an enormous splash. One of the pirates, evidently the captain, continually barked orders to the crew as they ran about frantically on the deck of the ship. Small boats that were fastened to the side of the ship were loaded with crates and pirates, then were slowly lowered to the sea. Once on the water, the pirates would row the boats continually toward the beach. One by one, the pirates loaded the small boats and lowered them to the ocean until the pirate ship sat bobbing on the ocean with no sign of life on it whatsoever. Jasper and Nicole watched as the pirates rowed the small boats toward shore. One after the other, the small boats filled with pirates invaded the cove. As they reached the shallow water, the pirates would pull the boats onto the beach, then unload the crates from the boats and carry them toward the rock cliff. Once all the boats were unloaded, they began making several fires. Jasper and Nicole sat shivering from the cold and from fear, while the pirates began warming themselves by their fires just a few yards away from where Jasper and Nicole sat hidden in their fortress. The smell of roasting chicken floated through the air, making the two kids realize just how hungry they were. I'm so hungry, Nicole whispered. I am too, but we need to wait until they fall asleep before we eat anything. Oh, Jasper, you can't go out there and steal their food. What if they catch you and torture you? No, Nicole, I'm not going to steal from them. Mom packed us a lunch. I just don't want them to hear us getting into the lunch sack. Oh, good. You scared me. I thought you were going to steal their chicken. Nicole, Nicole, look over there at that last fire, Jasper said, pointing in the direction he was talking about. It's a boy, Nicole said in amazement. What would a boy be doing with a bunch of pirates? I don't know, but he doesn't look very happy, said Jasper. <laughs>